0: sleep. It is the key to all recovery, physical, mental, emotional, all of it. Yet most adults are living their lives with really poor sleep habits and not really knowing how to best fix those. So let's get that changed. Let's start at the beginning.
1: Meet your host, Andy Naylor. You're going to learn how meeting your personal goals will help support your professional achievements, giving you that true alpha mentality. Let's go.
0: So Alphas, welcome back to the show. My name is Andy Naylor, uh, host of your Optimal Alpha podcast and CEO and founder of Naylor Body Design. And we are beginning today a short mini series on sleep. Now, I've definitely spoken about sleep a number of times on different episodes in the podcast, so there's going to be some things that I'm probably not going to cover through this mini-series because they've been covered quite a few times before. So we're going to delve into maybe some different areas of sleep to sort of give you a full picture of basically how we can improve our sleep and how we can get better quality of life and a longer life. So in today's episode, we are going to cover the circadian rhythm, okay? What is the circadian rhythm? So we're going to go into a bit of an overview as to what it is, if you've never heard of it before. What would be the negative effects of a poorly managed circadian rhythm? Then what would be the best practices to optimize a circadian rhythm? And also what would be the best daily practices to optimize uh changing a circadian rhythm based on moving around the world, flying. A lot of our clients, most of our clients are extremely busy, high level business people. And what they're ultimately doing is traveling a lot all around the world. And therefore managing circadian rhythm through these changes of time zones becomes extremely important. And Difficult. So we're going to dive into that a little bit today as well. So let's start at the beginning. What is a circadian rhythm? So the circadian rhythm is often to re- often referred to as the body clock. It's a natural internal process that regulates the sleep wake cycle. Okay. And other behavioral and psychological processes roughly within a 24 hour period. This rhythm is we could say it's driven by there's like an internal clock. And it's located in the brain, specifically in an area of the hypothalamus. So it's in a very sort of important part of the brain. And this area is receiving signals about light and about darkness. It's kind of that simple. Okay. From the eyes. I also, I tend to think from the skin. What makes me think that? (laughs) Kind of weird. So I know that if I'm sleeping and my wife comes into the bedroom and turns on a lamp, I can kind of feel it. Which sounds maybe a bit weird, but I can kind of feel the light on my skin. And I don't know that she's turned something on, but it will wait, the light will wake me up. So I'm, I'm pretty sure we're, you know, we have photosensitive cells within our skin. Of course we do. So I'm pretty sure that must lead into giving us some sort of external stimuluses to, you know, light and dark. And our bodies are using this information to synchronize the circadian rhythm with the external environment. Okay. So the circadian rhythm, circadian rhythm is actually observed in, in more than humans, in a lot of living things, pretty much most organisms, plants, animals, some bacteria. All these things are influenced by external cues like light, temperature, but, you know, they also have a genetic component, um, where we have specific genes that are being involved in the regulating of timing of the rhythm. In humans, the circadian rhythm plays a crucial role in regulating a number of areas, sleep, obviously feeding patterns hormone production and a bunch of other stuff but those would be the key ones that i think we would be focused on disruptions to the circadian rhythm such as those caused by well shift work maybe jet lag maybe just poorly managed sort of sleep hygiene and some medical conditions as well these all have a potentially huge negative effect on health and well-being and therefore performance so what could be the negative effects of a poorly managed circadian rhythm? Quite a lot. So, a poorly managed circadian rhythm, which can which can result from sleep patterns, shift work, jet lag, the things we just mentioned, disruptions in normal you know, sleep wake cycle, the range of bene- uh, the range of negative effects on health and well being. Some of them: sleep disorders. So, difficulty falling asleep, difficulty staying asleep, actual insomnia, a feeling of having non refreshing sleep when we wake up two cognitive impairment so again disruptions in that rhythm would lead to poor concentration poor memory poor decision making abilities mental acuity all those things are going to go down the pan three mood disturbances so again poor circadian rhythm contributes to all sorts of things in terms of you know all the way up to symptoms of depression and anxiety metabolic disorders There's definitely evidence that disruptions to the the rhythm can contribute to uh, metabolic disorders such as obesity, diabetes, metabolic syndrome, and another bunch of things sort of on the the cascade down from there. Cardiovascular problems. Uh, Again, there's links to cardiovascular disease, hypertension, coronary artery disease. Not sounding good, is it? Uh, Weakened immune system. So, of course, just, again, poor sleep-weight cycle, leading to possibly, you know, making us more susceptible to infections and viruses and disease because we're not, our immune system is not functioning at its, at its full capacity and an impaired physical performance. So again, you know, for anybody looking to engage in any kind of physical performance, uh, physical activity, disruptions in the rhythm can impair that performance, not only impair the performance, but probably increase injury risk. So it's important to clearly prioritize good sleep hygiene regular consistent sleep patterns to support a healthy circadian rhythm okay and the the things that would be you know leading into that and in maintain a, you know leading into that maintaining a constant good sleep pattern is going to be right at the top of the list that are going to be things that we should be focusing on create creating a schedule of sleep a restful sleep environment, avoiding stimulants before bed, and actually many hours leading up to bed, caffeine, nicotine, alcohol being probably the main ones. So let's let's dive from that and go and look at what could be the best daily practices to optimize circadian rhythm. There are many, and in the next episode, you will hear me talk about my top 25 sleep hacks. I hate the word hacks, but Everybody knows what I mean when we say things like that. I'm going to talk about my top 25. Now, a lot of those that I'll be talking about in the next episode will then come back to helping a circadian rhythm. But while we're here, let's discuss them. Alphas. I interrupt this show with a simple message. This show is here to benefit you and your progression to the best version of yourself. But not only just you, it's also here to benefit the people around you, your loved ones, your friends, other alphas in your vicinity. So... Why not do a really cool thing today? Something that I would thank you for and maybe someone else would. Share this podcast with at least one other alpha out there who you know would benefit from it. Why not share the information, share the ability for someone else to grow? I'm sure they would thank you. I 100% would absolutely thank you. This podcast only grows by our listeners, our followers doing amazing things like giving us five-star reviews, downloading podcasts subscribing and then of course sharing it with other people i thank you from the bottom of my heart share it with one person and of course drop us a five-star review download the podcast and of course subscribe and now back to the show so the uh, sort of an overview of things that could certainly help improve circadian rhythm first on the top of the list a constant sleep schedule go to bed and wake up at the same time every day simple even on weekends having lions on weekends is possibly one of the thir- first things, worst things you can do because have you ever had a lion in you know, a really nice long lion on a sunday or even a saturday and a sunday and then it's like hard to get out of bed monday morning to get to work why well, you just slightly shifted your circadian rhythm over those two days because you've gone to bed later you've you've gone to bed later probably woken up later so no wonder it comes to Monday and you're like, got to get up at five or six and your body's like, oh, hang on a minute, we've just been getting up at eight or nine. What the hell's going on? Just seven days. Okay? The consistency helps regulate your body's internal clock. Number two here, exposure to natural light. Spend time outside in real sunlight, especially especially in the morning. Okay, The natural light helps reset your circadian rhythm and well, it's going to improve alertness. One of the... Most interesting things I read that if somebody has a really, really disrupted circadian rhythm, there is one simple way to fix it that would fix it really, really quickly, which is go camping with no artificial light. Think about that. Because only one thing is now going to set your circadian rhythm, and that is the sun coming up and the sun going down. So if you think about it, that's how we are still really supposed to live it's just that we've moved beyond that and we have artificial light and that's not a great thing when it comes to regulating circadian rhythm so if you have a really poor circadian rhythm maybe consider going camping that's not going to be an easy option so we were going to cover more things to see if we can help you so in the evening what you would do is dim lights in the evening reduce exposure to bright lights including screens by doing this you're preparing your body for sleep now interestingly you I also believe that it would be useful to remove overhead lighting and bring lighting down more to a a lower level lamp. Why? Our eyes have particular senses in them at the bottom of our eye, which is really there to sort of see or detect light from above us. Why? Well, that's where the sun is, right? So if you bring what we would then think is the sun coming down inside our house to a low level, an eye, you know, a head height level, well, those sensors again in our eyes are starting to think, okay, well, the sun's coming down. Not only is the light becoming less, but the light is now coming from a lower level. You're kind of replicating internally in your house, the sun setting. It sounds a little bit woo-woo. Think about it. Like you're just, you're just playing into things that your body is already looking out for. Okay, useful. Regular physical activity, engage in regular exercise. Try to avoid, though... Vigorous exercise really close to bedtime. A light amount can be really useful, but anything that's going to raise cortisol isn't going to help. It's going to, the, the stimulation of that is going to interfere with sleep. It's going to raise cortisol slightly, which is going to push back melatonin and you're going to have a hard time getting to sleep. Healthy eating habits. Aim to have regular balanced meals and avoid large meals close to bedtime, as, as well as caffeine and alcohol close to bedtime. There's a little phrase that I use, which is three, two, one. And at three hours pre-bed, try and stop eating. The two and the one, I'll tell you in the next episode. Create a restful sleep environment. Sounds obvious, most people don't. Ensure your bedroom is dark, quiet, cool. Maybe even consider blackout curtains, earplugs, white noise machines, whatever it takes to put your mind at rest at the moment you're supposed to go to sleep, whatever that, that time of the day is. Establish an actual bedroom routine, right? Create a relaxing Pre-sleep routines, such as maybe reading a book or practicing relaxation techniques, box breathing, meditation, gratitude, journaling. All these things can really help. Some things might not work for you, other things might, but you might as well try a few. Limit naps. So I, I do nap often, but I tend to do it earlier in the day. Average about 40 minutes, but really 20 to 30 minutes would be about the best time. Avoid napping later in the day. If you're gonna nap, theoretically, you wanna do it before sort of 12 noon is kind of the advice. Final area for today, how to quickly move the circadian rhythm if you're changing time zones. So shifting your circadian rhythm to adjust to a new time zone, common, we would commonly refer to that as sort of the feeling of jet lag, can be challenging, can be really disrupting. Like if you've moved far enough, it can really be difficult to shift. And you quite often for busy business people, they need to make that shift quickly. So here's just a couple of thoughts on that. Number one, try to adjust your schedule just a little bit before you travel prep basically. So before you depart, and, you know, maybe in the few days leading up to it, gradually shift your sleeping and eating schedule to begin to match the time zone of where you're going. Just a little bit, just a little bit, an hour one day, then two hours the next, So like maybe you're three hours close, whatever, just change it a little bit. This can help your body start to adjust even before you arrive. And again, think about exposure to natural light. Light exposure is a key factor in regulating circadian rhythms, as we've learned. So spend time outside in natural light during the day. Avoid bright lights in the evening. To, again, you're trying to adjust by using light. Think about light as the main tool that you've got. So utilize it, whether that means getting up and getting out in light early, You know, even if it's like way earlier than you thought you needed to wake up, get out, get in light, your body's going to start to think, aha, okay, I'm going to shift my the rhythm, my body clock back to suit where we are now. Okay, stay hydrated. So dehydration actually can really worsen the symptoms of jet lag. So before you fly and during flying and even after, obviously, make sure that you're drinking plenty of water. You stay really hydrated, especially during the flight. Avoid alcohol and caffeine. Both alcohol and caffeine can uh, really disrupt sleep patterns, even in the best of situations, let alone when trying to deal with jet lag. Best to just avoid them. Again, short naps. So if you're feeling extremely tired, nap short 20 to 30 minutes it can help reduce fatigue without actually disrupting your ability to adjust to the new time zone the amount of people that say oh you you, you can't sleep you've got to see it all the way through hmm. depends how far through you're trying to see it but that's not really a healthy alternative i certainly have moved i think i flew i forget which direction it hit me and i think i came back from las vegas all the way through the uk and all the way through to dubai and the, the time difference was so insane i was completely back to front And the first, when I first got here, I thought, okay, I'm I'm just going to see it through the first day. I couldn't possibly see it through. I just, I mean, I would have, if I'd have gone out and done anything, I don't know if I'd have been particularly safe. I was a little bit delirious. I'm so tired. So I took a little nap. In fact, I think I took two or three in the first day. Sure, little 20 minute nap, set a little alarm, made sure I got just refreshed mentally, but I still was able to push that jet lag or bring that circadian rhythm back online quicker. Maybe even consider using melatonin supplements now everybody gets on with melatonin slightly differently weirdly if i take it it kind of wakes me up in the night but it would help me get to sleep but anyway melatonin is a hormone that really regulates uh, helps to regulate sleep weight cycles it can certainly help reset your body clock however look into it talk to your own healthcare professional before you start using something like melatonin and it would be an appropriate dose that you would need to use and the timing would vary depending on the individual situation but it can certainly help and we know that it can be efficacious but you would need to do your own research on that Remember, it takes, right, check this, it takes generally about one day per time zone crossed for your body to fully adjust to a new schedule. So be patient, give your time self to adapt. But using some of those strategies that I'll give you would certainly be able to help. So this was just really a quick and thorough, well, not overly thorough, but just a quick and overview rundown on circadian rhythm. It's something I've not spoken about on the podcast before. And really, it's if we're not managing our circadian rhythm as a sort of big rock and overarching theme of our sleep then everything else that we're trying to do after that isn't really helping because if we're let's say going to bed at nine o'clock one night 11 the next waking up at five and then seven we haven't got any consistency in our sleep just in the same way that we would say if we're drinking four liters of one day and and one the next or eating three thousand calories one day and two the next If we want our body to produce the best results and perform the best and feel the best to live in for the longest amount of time, we have to give it consistency. Nothing wrong with consistency. Consistency isn't like being in a prison and not being out like not Enjoy yourself. If you can put in place key boundaries in terms of this is the half an hour window that I go to sleep at night and the three hours leading up to that half an hour window, these are the steps that I would take. So step three out of the three, two, one would be I would stop eating at this particular point. Step two and three, I'll tell you in the next episode. I've prepared the bedroom. I've prepared myself. I've got away from screens. I've brought down the light. I've, they're just simple things that don't take anything from you in terms of bandwidth, in terms of time invested into it. But what they're going to do is they're going to give you far, far better sleep because you've got a, at least a regulated body clock. And if at least you can regulate that, then everything's going to sort of circle and orbit around that in a much, much better way. I will leave today's episode there. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you found this valuable, thank you. If you think you know someone else who might find this valuable, do us all one favor, share it with them, let them enjoy it. And I appreciate you. I will see you in the next episode.
1: Thanks so much for listening to today's show. We hope that you feel motivated to start making changes in your life so you can see those results that you've been wanting to achieve. Remember, you can do anything you set your mind to. If you love the show, please leave us a five-star review and make sure you tell your friends. If you'd like to connect with Andy, you can find him on Instagram at Andy underscore Naylor underscore Pure underscore Elite underscore Pro. I'll leave a link in the show notes as well. Talk to you again soon.